This week on the Government Name Podcast, movie passes out of cash. Ohio police ODs on opioids. I wasn't drinking and driving. I was drinking while parked. Teen in hot water for a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I like that one. (laughs) And the McDonald's Monopoly game was rigged by an ex-cop. We also talk about new music we listen to, like London Drugs, Travis Scott, and YG. Mac Miller, nigga. Hey, and that's all that's on here. All that and more this week coming in. Podcast. Come on in. The door's open. The door's open. Come on in, sister. What are you doing now? Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Preacher's about to start preaching. Yes, Lord. Good morning. It's me, Reverend Jimmy Jehoshaphat. And I come to you this morning to talk to you about not just God, not just the Word, not just your soulmate. I come to talk to you about Donald Trump. You heard me right. You heard me right. No, 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 brothers and sisters. Hold on, Pastor. Wait a minute. You're going too far. Let me tell you uh, what's happening with Donald J. Trump. The man has took us to the mountaintop and brought us back down with nothing but love and joy. He hadn't opened any schools for us, but that's all right. He hadn't put us in any cages, like the Mexicans, but that's all right. He hasn't done anything for the community. Uh, I get so choked up sometimes. But what he has done, well, I can't recall right now what he's done for the black community right now, but he is still one of the most pro-black. He's one of the most pro-black, not like Obama, not like uh, President Bill Clinton. Yeah, those presidents hadn't done anything for the black community, but Donald J. Trump has signed my check, I mean, signed his name. He signed his name on the dotted line. Baby, get your shit. Let's get out of this fucking place. To send us back to where we came from. This nigga. Our roots. Fucking roots, nigga. Roots. He has sent us to the mountaintop with nothing but happiness and joy. Hold on, hold on for a second. Check Amen. Check. You should have checked. Nah, nigga, the check ain't cleared yet. I'm, I'm, I gotta pay. I don't my... know why you up here talking that dumb shit. You know that nigga ain't cleared the check. He don't never pay nobody. Well, hold on, uh, brothers and sisters. I want you to know that Donald Trump is out here with us and not against us. Now, LeBron James might be opening up the schools, but Donald Trump is opening up the doors. Just like I'm opening up the doors as we speak with the collection plate handed out to you. Now, what I need for you to do, I don't want to hear the the money that jingles. (laughs) No, I want to hear the kind that folds. I need the crinkle kind, not the unkind jingling of the change. Big face hundreds is what I'm talking about. Now, I'm here to let y'all know that as long as we follow Trump 
and the check I mean and the and the air's clear we will get to that mountaintop together. Yes, Pastor. Yes, Pastor. Amen. Yes, now I'm gonna let the congregation speak their mind while they put it in the collection to play. Can I get a get a get a amen? Uranium, nigga, you can't fucking rock it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, he hit the Stormy Daniels. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see what I went yeah, to. Yeah, Stormy had the Wakanda. We had the condoms. I was throwing everything in it. That was a whack ass verse. Hey, ain't no whackness here. It's the government name podcast in your ear. It's the podcast that the podcast all feel. What happens when a beat get on and we be feeling our shit? <laughs> shit. Oh shit. What's going on everybody? I am Cole Jackson. And I am Shogun. And we are two halves that make one hole, which is one asshole. The whole asshole. A government name podcast. <laughs> I like how that just stuck. Hey. <laughs> That's the shit now. Exactly. Uh we are your checks and balances of social commentary. Ooh, the checks and balances of social commentary that so, week. That week. That we are also on a website. Get the shilling going. This show is brought to you by BYKRadio.net, your source for indie hip-hop and R&B. We have a live radio station where you can hear the hottest indie artists mixed in with the hottest top 40 artists. And don't forget to check out our podcast network with The Social Introvert with Sid Davis, giving you the weekly pop culture slash indie music infusion every Wednesday. And then we have Black Mary Fly, your Black Married Millennial Relationship Show coming out every Thursday. Finally, we have Carefree Black Nerd for all your TV show, comic book, and nerd needs. Listen to Carefree Black Nerd every Friday. BYNKRadio.net. Look no further. You've reached your destination. Now, back to Government Name Podcast. So, we opened the show with a little skit there about these preachers. You know what I mean? Preachers talking to Tron. That's cool. We're going to talk about it a little bit later on in the show. Sometimes, sometimes in the summertime, you just got to cut some motherfuckers off. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just got to just do something new. You got to groove to a new drum. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that. Sometimes feel you just got to have a jam. And this is my jam right now. What's your jam? Fuck niggas, stay gone. Stay gone away. Mm-hmm. Just put them preachers out there. Yeah. When you're not around. Trump in that Trump shit. Oh, I feel yeah, so good, man. Y'all niggas out there worried about these stupid ass preachers. Tell them. I'm trying to live. Tell Request from them gummy name boys sent out there directly to Donald J. Trump. We just trying to stay fuck nigga free. Fade this shit out and let me back this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what up, man? What up? What up? What man, up, man? I'm trying to stay fuck nigga free too, man. Man, that shit's so cold, bro. I had to work that shit into the show. That was I'm pretty, sorry. That was pretty dope. DJ Sway killing this shit, man. He, every week there's a, a classic. <laughs> coming out from his YouTube channel. Yeah, he fuck nigga free, my nigga. Yeah, oh, man. shit. How's your week been, well, bro? Welcome fuck. back to another episode. Another episode. We're doing the shit up, my nigga. <laughs> so look, last month I gave y'all racist jokes of the week, right? Yes, yes. So yes, I yes. said I was gonna try to bring something to the show every month. You spice up the water cooler. Trying to spice it up. So this is this a month. This month I am doing the mini adventures. Of Cole Jackson. So it sounds epic already. What's about to happen? This month, I'm going to go to different places mm-hmm. that I've never been before, mm. and then I'm going to talk about it on the show. So you going to a Sarge in the Bay House? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, no. uh, so this week, I actually wait. I just fucked it up even more. I keep putting a job out there. I'm sorry. I'll bleep it. We'll address that in a minute because we got to talk to talk to Black Mary Fly. Um, so this week, Cole Jackson goes to Hispanic Publix or what? Mi Pueblo. Mi Pueblo. Yes, folks. Mi Pueblo. Adios míos. I have never been there before, and I needed uh, so I needed. Uh, I went to the Dollar Tree and I was, went and got some stuff. I, I had a movie night with myself on Friday. Oh so, shit! Yeah. Uh, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. It's pretty awesome. So uh, I was like, man, I want. I drink Coke Zero because I'm trying to keep my body looking good. And um, I was like, man, you know what? I don't feel like driving down to the, another store. Mi Pueblo's right here. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they have Coke Zero. So I've never been in Mi Pueblo before. So I was just like, well, hopefully everything's not in Spanish. And maybe I can read it. So 
<laughs> I go in. See how they feel. Exactly. So I go in there and I'm like, man, Hispanic Publix, this is great. I was like, look at this. They have, look, man, they got everything. Pinatas. Oh, yeah. They have, I've been in there. I bought some chips. Like, I bought some, some nacho chips, like real nacho chips. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like actual nacho chips. Yeah, and I got, like, they had the leader. They had the leader. Uh, the leader. The, you know, like you the drinks. One, you get one liter. Yeah. Like, I got a one liter Coke Zero for, like, 89 cents. So I was walking around. <laughs> I was walking around, and I noticed, I was like, there's a lot of niggas in here. Yeah. Like it be, it's more black folks than Hispanic folks in there. Man, we get along. Them my pops. I know, but I'm like them amigos. <laughs> so here's another thing. I was, I, so I'm like, man. So I go in there, I get the chips, I get the drink, and I was like, yo, I bet you they got some bomb ass motherfucking nacho cheese in this bitch. Most likely, I couldn't find it. Oh, well, they probably <laughs> like make their own cheese. But then the one, like then it's crazy. You go back in the back, and they make. His, you know, like Mexican food plates and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah man. man like, nigga, I, I frequent the gas station that make Mexican plates. It's well, just me fire. I went up in that bitch, man. And then it's like, I don't know. I was like, why are we at Black Publix? We should have Black Publix. We need black grocery stores, period. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I don't sound right for some people. A lot of people you live. You need to in, pull it down more. Right here? Yeah. Okay. A lot of people live in food deserts where they can, they don't have access to food. Right. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, that's definitely the sweet spot. Right yeah, there. exactly. So, I mean, just black people in general, we need to have access to decent food. I mean, black Publix. Oh, wait, wait. What's a Piggly Wiggly? White people. No. <laughs> they, from where I'm from, they used to be in the hood all the time. So, uh, I figured nah. it was a black people thing. The Piggly Wiggly I know is in South Homewood. So. Damn, yeah. I can't think of the name of that place. There was this dude. <laughs> he was notorious for having like expired meat for sale yeah the shit closed down but then it reopened calhoun foods it was like (laughs) the worst place to ever shop but it was like a black owned grocery store it was crazy too like the radio in there was playing like hispanic i mean it was it was it was it was it was was pretty good man but i was like i said said, look at all these niggas in here what are y'all doing and also hispanic places are usually cheaper uh yeah, I got so, I got the I chips. Mean, the chips I got this big old bag of of, of chips. Yeah, for like two dollars, two ninety nine or something. For you like and your amigos. And then I ended up getting a liter of Coke Zero for like eighty nine cents. Yo, why why do all Hispanic drinks come in glass bottles? I don't know. <laughs> I'd be confused by that. Like, Maybe it reminds them of home. Why? <laughs> like in plastic cheaper? I don't know. I think glass would be well, you know. In, they probably reuse in Mexico. It. You, they can just take it and turn it in for fifteen cents and so uh, two dollars and fifteen cents makes you a millionaire. Mexico. Man, what? Why we ain't living in Mexico? Because we we think better of ourselves. No, <laughs> if I had fifteen cents, nigga, I'd be great, nigga. Buying a Lamborghini, riding around. I got all the Hispanic senoritas with me. Nigga. Uh, you don't want that fat? Gene. Why not? Well, I mean, they good to about thirty five. Here you are. It matters if they had three kids or not by that time. Man, if they had three kids by like 25, they done. I had a Hispanic chick who had two kids, and it wasn't the bestest of bodies, but when the clothes was on, everything was great. Right. <laughs> when the clothes come off, that's when it's like, you ever seen like sand pouring out of an hourglass? Like a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. Don't that's do how that. her titties look when she took a bra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, ah. If I could put a sand sound effect right here, it was just like they molded into my hand. It was just like I had a puddle of titties. She was, she, yeah. 
That says more about me. Uh, <laughs> is that like my new catchphrase now? That says more about me. me. <laughs> I've been saying that like recently. <laughs> maybe it's better than maybe he's learned this lesson this yeah, time. Yeah, it's like that says more about me than it does you. But uh, so that was my event. that was our little mini my little mini adventure I went into. So which one did you go to? The one over here? Or there's one oh, over on the other there, side. Of no, there's one over there where I live at. I did not know that. Yeah, right next to the Dollar Tree. Figures. So yeah. Oh, up on that hill. Yeah, I got you. I got so you. I went into that man. It was completely worth my time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then they had like, you know, I mean, it was different. Right. It was like, it, it, you know, how you walk into a place and you're like, wow. <laughs> That's what I did. I was like, wow, look at this. And this is where the racists oh would be like, gosh. that's how they are when they come into America. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Look at all this, these things. Look these at them taking things. all our jobs. Then I, then I went, <laughs> I did exactly what normal black folks do. Go so see I what the hot sauce. No, I just went to see what the hot sauce was looking oh, like. Did they know. have varieties? Yeah. No, they did. Yeah. 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 Spanish yeah. people like hot, hot food. Right. We do, too. Like hot, hot, hot food. We like it, too. Especially on our, on our stuff. I feel like black people just recently discovered what uh, sriracha is. You we know did. what I mean? We did. <laughs> like, they started putting sriracha on everything. Like, we've, like we Mexican we, people like, come on, Pete. We, we went to, uh, black people started going to Chick-fil-A and they started offering sriracha. We was like, what is that? I know, right? A different kind of hot sauce? There was a Chick-fil-A story I recently had. I oh, can't gosh. remember what it was. <laughs> but uh, that was my little mini adventure. I'll yeah. try to do one every week for the month Mini of adventures of Cole. Cole, Cole. Uh, what, happened, what else happened to me this week? Um, uh, aired the last week, the listener command of School Escobar actually aired. That was pretty cool. Uh, thank you, School Escobar, for doing the listener campaign. That was actually, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I, t- I talked to my ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. which she started back listening to the show, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is like, uh, and she was she was asking me about the Bay News that I had, and um, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, just and she just kind of, she kind of talked to me, yeah, about shit, and I was like, I feel you. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, it was cool. She was just she was like, I don't want you to get into no um any bullshit, and yeah, don't and listen, she, don't listen to Shogun. <laughs> Why would your name come up? Oh, because I was telling you to get into the bullshit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was cool. She actually just shout out to my ex for hollering at me. She's just trying to look out, and I thought that was cool. It wasn't even on no hating type shit. I think she just was like, yo, I don't want you to get fucked up in these streets. Everybody care yeah. about you, man. I, Nobody <laughs> wants you to get fucked up. <laughs> nigga said, everybody cares about you. Like, well, I mean, man. like, I understand it's a little different for her, but, you know, we it's actually. Little, it's a little different for both of us. Nobody but, wants you to get hurt. Nobody move, nobody get hurt. Right. Hey. <laughs> uh, speaking of exes, my ex bought a new car finally. Oh, okay. Yeah, she got a um I ain't gonna put a business out there, but she out there roving, moving okay. around. Okay. Good looking, I guess. Why is it every time I think about somebody getting a new car, I think about wanting to be a baller? I wanna be a baller, shot caller, twenty inch blades on the impala, caller getting laid tonight, switch the road tight, that's red tonight, I hit the highway, making money to fly away, but it gotta be a better way, better way, better way, yeah. <laughs> Big baller. I'm a baller, twenty inch caller. I'm saying, I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, that whole verse is hard, nigga. <laughs> Every time come I think on. about somebody getting a new car, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Man, I'm I'm riding to that shit today. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you, I needed that. Um, you seen the new look Kim video? Nope. She looked uncomfortable as fuck. And we're pausing the show so I can catch. Okay, so we're watching the video right now. I just got the sound muted, 
it looks like she has either too much makeup on or they CG'd her face onto somebody else's body. But look, look what she's wearing. It's like, it doesn't look comfortable. Oh, what at she's all. wearing is to hide her body. It, like, she just looks, and then, like, wait, it's going to get to a scene where she actually gets with the dude. She just looks uncomfortable. Dude, this looks like the CG in Justice League when they took the mustache <laughs> off of Superman. Like, her face doesn't belong to that body. What the fuck? Yeah, look at it. It just looks. She got a bedazzled jumpsuit in the pool. <laughs> what is going on? Like, I think she's trying to cover up something. See, this stuff. this is where it gets weird. Oh, she, she took just, a man to the bedroom. <laughs> That's like, the weird part. Look, no, she just looks uncomfortable. She's like forty plus doing shit she was doing when she was twenty. She's like, I'm pretty sure she's bored of it by now. No, dog, she looks uncomfortable. Like, look at that. Look, no, this this video looks mad low budget. As, as much as they're trying to make it look nice, it's only like six actors in it. They're just choreographing. They rented out a, a what is that, a Ferrari? Is that a is that? I thought yeah. that was like a Miata or some shit. It does look like a Miata, <laughs> but they rented out a Ferrari. They in somebody's house. They probably spent maybe twenty dollars, 50, fifty grand on this video. Oh, I'm thinking fifty dollars. Probably less. It just. Ugh. They promised these people like credits and Snapchat. Oh shit! No, yeah, uh, this is not a good video. Uh, yeah, you can stop and win anytime you want to, but it just—I'm—I'm I'm more confused by what's going on. Like the music doesn't matter. It's just like, what are they doing? <laughs> like pride dancing. Where did the motorcycle come from, <laughs> listeners? If you're playing this video, you're gonna <laughs> here's your commentary. Them. Right. She just doesn't look comfortable at all. Like. <laughs> You get what I'm Why saying? Why is he holding her leg up? Nothing like looks... She doesn't look sexy. She doesn't look like she's enjoying it. She, yeah, you're right. She looks bored. She just... she is, She's not comfortable. And I bet her breath stank right there. <laughs> nigga was looking dead at her tongue like, nigga, if I could throw a tic-tac. And she got this... Yeah, her, her is face is CG'd with... on, dog. That is not her body. Oh, my God. That was that new little Kim. Yeah. Like, if... Everybody who's who's listening don't, to the podcast, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't oh, do it. Don't yeah. do it. Well, I mean, mind. you can do it, but you was warned. It's called nasty one, and <sighs> she's the nastiest. The nasty. It just she just looked real uncomfortable, and I was just like, I was just like, it was just scary. <laughs> <laughs> when you say a video was scary, damn. Speaking of scary videos, you seen the new uh, Venom trailer? Yeah, I have. I think yeah, it looks pretty gonna, good. I mean, I'm going to go watch it anyway. Me too. I'm going to go watch it. And I like how they, you know, it's not in the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have this, the ties to Spider-Man. So I guess no webs and no Spider-Man logo on, right. on Venom. He's going to have like white veins though. But it works. Yeah. I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. She looks good, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down for it. I showed Leroy. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have anything else you was going to talk about? Oh, man. Now, my week was pretty, pretty boring. Uh, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing exciting happened. I was gonna kind of rant about treatment in stores, but I don't want to talk about that. I, I'm in, I'm in a good place in a happy mood. And I don't want to bring myself into a rage. Oh man! Well, my week was uh, I guess it was boring as well. I still employed. I should probably have hand claps on here somewhere. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank Hooray. you. Thank you. I, I don't have hand claps, oh. but I should. Um, I got suspended for a day, so I got to chill at the house and. Do nothing. Bueller. Yeah. Bueller. Yeah, it was Shogun's day off. Bueller. <laughs> so uh, the cool thing about being suspended was looking at all the, we, I'm in a couple group messages at work and all the people at work complaining about this job. Like nobody's happy. And I was sitting in my bed just like, mm, I ain't got to deal with that bullshit today. Mm. 
that was cool to me. That was but, cool. But uh, let's see. Overall for my week, nothing, nothing major. Mm-hmm. Got a uh... yeah, ain't gonna share that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We uh, we went to a, a fabulous on point dinner last night, though. Yeah, for she y'all. She was for me. Dope. I mean, it ain't look, nigga. <laughs> but it I, was your choice. You, I know you chose not to eat I, the meats. I, I well, and hey. that's Mister Meats. Yeah, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Meat pause, man. This but. nigga made some ribs that were so fucking tender. That was so fucking juicy. Like you could touch it and the meat just fall off the bone. You know how like <laughs> <laughs> that was my home. You <laughs> but the visuals helps because that's how the it meat looked, did. It's just it like, looked, it like you. It was just so. It like he was on Mike Tyson punch out. <laughs> that's the sound the meat made. <laughs> the meat made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but nah, man, this dude. On point is like a chef, man. Mm-hmm. He, the stuff he does with, like, <laughs> I was about to say, the stuff he does with <laughs> with meats. <laughs> man, we no. got the beef. Yeah, yo, that dude. Yeah, if y'all could experience some of his cooking, man, you, you definitely need to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Amazing. To quote calamity. That's it. I uh help. I ain't gonna put it. Right. Yeah. Oh. Nah, nah. nah. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. I ain't got nothing. To so we had we listened to the last episode of Black Mary Fly, mm-hmm. and I know it was a situation where they talked about our Bay News situation. Bay News. So we wanted to address that real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? I, I was just listening to the show, and I was just like, "Man, these guys sound like some fucking elitists." <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I didn't think that. I know you didn't. You were like going after the stuff they was actually saying, but. Like they shunned a young lady for working in retail. So can I <laughs> can I talk about that real quick? Okay, so real quick, we're gonna answer back to Black Mary Fly. This is them every Thursday on bynkradio.net slash part four slash podcast. Millennial. So oh yeah, there you're. We said it in tag earlier. Yeah, whatever. Um. So here's the thing, guys. Let me just one. She's not a nerd, bitch. Okay. <laughs> she that's her second wait, wait get to the elitist part that i said then you can go into your stuff. what elitist part i said that they sound like some elitist i didn't take it like that oh i did okay let me make my point okay get to yours. okay i was just saying that shunning somebody for working retail because they quote unquote don't have their shit together is not a reason not to talk to somebody we all start from humble beginnings maybe not all of us. We I didn't get a small loan from my father like Donald J. Trump of a million dollars. Right. You know, I had to pull my own self up by my bootstraps. Right. Literally, I've had opportunities. I could have gone to school, but I chose not to go to school. Right. But the fact that I've chose not to isn't hindering me. I mean, I'm doing a lot of shit that I don't want to do, but I also do a lot of shit that I do. Mm-hmm. But I just I felt a little weird about them saying you don't need to talk to somebody just because they work in retail. Like, nigga, fuck you. You don't know how my life is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, maybe this is my access to this person, or maybe this is just a stepping stone for the rest of their life. And I'm not saying fuck you because fuck you or nothing like that. Right. I'm just saying, like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to listen to you because I choose to talk to whoever I want to. Right. Like, Trail, think about it this way. If you chose to listen to somebody telling you not to talk to somebody, you would probably not be with your wife because I'm sure her... I ain't gonna say on it. The person you was talking to is pretty close to who your wife. The person <laughs> he's talking to, uh, <laughs> there's no way to. They clean. said it on the show. There's so no like, way to clean it up. But. Yeah, I mean, it's just like yo, I'm, I'm at, your ex girlfriend was your wife's best friend. 
So I'm pretty sure somebody would have told you not to talk to her at one point in time. Mm. But you said, fuck that shit. I want her. And I went after her. And you got her. I got her. So let other niggas do what they want to do, man. I just I felt that was a little off-putting to me telling you. I guess they just want better for you, like not to yeah. talk to somebody that's working retail. Right. But nigga, fuck that. Yeah. Get what you want. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Like, that's her second job. Like, Ooh. she has a main job. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't brought that up because... Last time I said something about a will motherfucker work at, I got all this. We've been black. talking about it for three you weeks just, now. You just, you just putting her out there on the. You just putting her business out there and all this other stuff. But she has a main job What's that she really job? can't take. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's her second job. That's side. That's side money. Oh yeah, to go you know what I'm saying, side dude. Yeah, exactly. That's side money though. You know what I'm saying? Like that money she making, she doing, and plus she go to school too. You mm. know what I'm saying? She, oh yeah, she yeah. all the way hustling. Yeah, like oh. she's she's hustling. Get your money, boo. But I didn't put all of that out there because I really think it was relevant mm-hmm. to the to the story. The relevant part of it was me trying to talk to her. The relevant part was me getting the phone number. The relevant part of it was. The whole situation how it went down. That's what makes good podcasting, or that's what I think makes good podcasting. That was a little spicy. That was a fingernail emoji right there, nigga. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm talking about for our podcast. Okay, what we do. Yeah. Um. So that's how I looked at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but you know, when I do, here's the thing. When I do Bay News. My Bay News always gets me fucked up somewhere. <laughs> and it's we've not the fucking that you we've, need. We've literally got to a point where we had to like take some shit down, edit some shit the fuck out, <laughs> and put it back up. <laughs> so it's too like I give up I give up too much info and the motherfuckers that I fuck with like nigga. So the thing about it is, it's like I didn't want to be like, oh, she's got another job and I just, but she does. That, that mm-hmm. the job she has now is her second job. And she's making some side money. Plus, she's going to school, so she her her career is good. She all about that side. She's stuff. got paper. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like she hurt. Her career is where where it needs to be at. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that was a relevant thing to put out there because again, when I told to tell. yeah, again, when I put and then they're trying to make comparisons about who I used to date, saying that she's a first of all. <laughs> I'm not going down that path again. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a different place. In What's my life. wrong with that? You have a preference. It's what you like. I know, but I think I think they were looking at it from the situation of nigga, you going down the same path and you don't want to get fucked up like you did in the last time. How is that something? All right, I don't know the whole story, right. but I'm just saying because you like characteristics of a certain type of person mm-hmm. that you're going down the same path. I guess I don't know. Nigga, I like a woman. So does that mean the next person I date should be a man because I, the last woman did such and such right. or I didn't do such and such? Right. And I think, I, like I said, the context that I think they're coming from is not really knowing the full story. And oh, I don't I really tell you. the full story. To, nobody knows really the full story about what's going on with oh, you know me truths. and, um, me and uh, what kind of bae did I call her? <laughs> Can't call her that. I know. Uh, uh, whatever bae. Married bae? She ain't married. Oh. But I, I mean, I found she out. She sound like Hustle Bay now. Nigga. Yeah. All these jobs but, and sides. Uh, but uh, nigga, her plate is full. Yeah. So, you know, it's a situation where, um, you know what I'm saying? I just, I didn't want to put all of her business out there because, like I said, I caught Fleck from the last time. I, it's like I put too much shit out sometimes. Well, I mean, that's been the MO for this podcast for the longest. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole testimony series. Right. Right. I mean, right. shit happens. That was. I still love that episode. I do. I like I both might, of them. I, I like might, the conversation Karn artists. I might them. fuck around and see if I can find that fuck. shit and put it for Cumberland Classics. Classics. All right. I ain't put the classics out in a minute. Yeah, I, I need to. Um, 
But yeah, she shout out to Sid for shouting out us. And yeah, name classes oh, and his you straight you situation. Straight, so, oh, his hey, story see, was great. See, see? Uh, but yeah, man, like I don't know. I just I I know this. I think they were talking from a situation of only knowing what they heard and not knowing the full situation, and, they, and which is cool. They were lo- trying to look out for you, though. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. I, I I feel like fuck it, you know what I'm saying. I'm uh, let me do me. Um, I just don't put everything out there because I, I I don't want to see. I don't never. <laughs> I've always been like I don't want no more situations where we have to pull an episode, edit some shit out, and put our episode back oh, up. That ain't that, I hated that shit. That shit, that shit sucked. She was fun. There was a whole <laughs> bunch of shit going on in the background. See, you like I Action. like it when it's messy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but. Uh, I guess Hustle Bay. I guess I can call her Hustle yeah, Bay. Um, she has a, a, which I don't know if I, oh yeah, I brought it up last week. Like, she has a boyfriend yeah. who's a preacher yeah. who is not having sex, yeah. who wants me to have sex with her. Wait. This is a new development. <laughs> did you didn't know that? Did it, <laughs> wait. So he signing off on you having sex with his girlfriend? No. I swear to God, that's what you just said. No. She has a boyfriend yeah. who's a preacher yeah. who is not having sex yeah. who wants me to have sex with her. Yeah. No, she, she, okay. she, she. Maybe she, I heard he. S-H-E. Okay. But I can't go down that route. Why not? <laughs> because. I'm just, I'm just asking. No, I can't. Clarify. I can't do that. But why? Because she has a boyfriend, dude. Mm. No. Mm. Here we go. Everybody. Here goes Shogun. Mm. Everybody's cheating. No, dog. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. I'm not gonna do that, man. She wants. She thinks I'm the sexiest thing in the world, so and I'm like, I, I just don't want. I can't do it, cause why is she still trying to holler at you while she's in a relationship? She just want to fuck me. Why? She thinks I'm sexy as fuck. Oh, okay. That's it. Why is she still with her dude? That's the million dollar question. You asked it. Not really. Y'all it ain't still, none of my business. Y'all still corresponding? Uh, she called me the other day, and mm-hmm. I and I answered. What y'all talk about? How she want to fuck me? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was. I told you she throw them shoes at you, nigga. <laughs> One of these days they gonna hit you. <laughs> so I mean, this. I mean, I ain't had no. Uh, okay, so y'all hung out. Look me, at this nigga. Oh no, yeah, she don't know where you stay. Hell no, nigga. You know where she stay? Hell no, I'm not doing that. Where y'all meet up? We ain't meet up nowhere, dog. I don't do that shit. I'm not meeting up with her. Man, y'all but she talking about this light. I ain't from the front. I ain't from the front though. She she says nasty things to me. Everybody say nasty things in chat. I was like, ooh. But go on. That's because I ain't had nobody talk shit, talk nasty to me in a while, in a long time. So uh I can't do that. I'm not finna do that shit. And that's respectable, man. I I be fucking around with you. Just I be fucking you with you. You be trying to test yeah. my morals yeah. and shit. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I the fuck that, you be doing, yeah, testing my morals. It is, it is. And I'm is. like, nah. And nah. I, I respect that more so than anything else because yeah. you you put your flag in the ground. You saying, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be a typical nigga. Mm-hmm. And to finish up with the Black Mary Fly, I don't think they really said this, but just clearing out the, the other questionable statements, um, I think Treb said if you just on Tinder swiping and fucking chicks off of there, I mean, do you? Um I've never fucked anybody off of Tinder. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. <laughs> I have met up with people. We have talked about doing things. I've never actually fucked anybody that I swiped first on twin, Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Now, I have had a situation where I met a chick, talked to her. We, we started getting to know each other. 
and I was on Tinder and I seen her on there and I swiped and then later on we fucked. But that wasn't because of Tinder. Mm. It was because, you know, we just happened to meet. Right. Meet and beat and greet. Meet and beat. <laughs> yeah, meet and beat. Ooh. Sometimes you do that. Yeah. Swipe right for the night. <laughs> Ooh. Now, I, I ain't never fucked nobody off of Tinder. I hold myself with a little bit more respect. Yeah. Me it's too. I'm close, though. I'm classy. Yeah, no, 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 no. I also. Oh, I also. <laughs> I'm classy, though. I'm yeah, classy. I'm a classy. But yeah, man. Like, I, I'm. I, so. Maybe that helps clear the air a little bit, or maybe y'all just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it, was, like, it was a fun topic. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, you know, like I said, like I, I, I felt like it was cool. We put that out there, yeah. but then, then again, it'd be moments where them motherfuckers like, I don't give a fuck about what y'all niggas talking about. I'm like, uh, you're right, but it was cool to just kind of. Well, say they needed something. something for the show because they ain't have too much to talk about that week. Matter of fact, too. On top of that, um, we're recording this on. Sunday. Sunday. Um, this past week was Treb's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, nigga. Happy birthday, Treb. He is uh, enjoying his uh, Vegas trip. I wish I could have came out there and kicked it with you, bro. And I'm pretty sure um, he's throwing up somewhere because he always turns up a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mix like, me. I was going to be like, no, nah, man. Stop mixing he, alcohol, man. No, nah, <laughs> man, no. Treb ain't doing that shit no more. Yeah, but then is. I was just like, yeah, he's sure in Vegas right now. holding his brain. Is it? I don't think she out there. I think it's like. All guys trip with him and some of his other. Oh, friends. them niggas is getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. Damn, we need to call that nigga. <laughs> call mm-hmm. him. No, do no, a random call of the week. Mm-mm. Check on that motherfucker. Nah, I want him to enjoy that shit. Fuck that shit. Um, but hopefully you enjoying it, bro. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. We're 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 happy for you and continue to do what you do, my Live man. Long and prosper. Exactly. Uh, we got email. Yep. 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 Uh, I'm gonna try this. That's our transit. It's, it's a work in progress. Shogun doesn't like it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm make it look sound better. Mm-mm-mm. So Miss Brittany emailed us again. Thank you, Miss Brittany. Brittany. Brittany, three for three. And she gotta get something for this. She actually uh, sent us the story about the the man arrested for a woman he met on Tinder story. Um, I had already, had which that we had point. already went over that. Yeah. But you know, it's new. It's new stuff that came about from that. You know, the dude's talking about he's his voices. He's pleading insanity, basically. Man, nigga ain't crazy. So, um, I still think that that's some crazy shit. Though. We didn't really go deep into it, but ladies, be careful. Be safe though. Be safe though. Um, Get a fucking gun or at least a taser. Like, yeah. don't be meeting these crazy ass niggas. You know, come on. They making it too easy. Swipe right for the night. Swipe right for the night might be your last night. Eee. Don't say night, night. Night, night. Tase that nigga. You wanna go night, night, nigga? <laughs> yes. Wanna go night, night, you nigga? You will. Bow. Bow. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Right. Um, yeah, the dude's pleading in insanity right now. He's saying that the voices made him do that. Nah, I think that's a lawyer trick. I think he's just kind of like, the lawyer's like, look, plead insanity so you can, like, get out of this shit. But he's a he's a piece of shit. So last night at the on point function, um, I was chilling with the ladies. <laughs> I can say that right. Mm-hmm. It was uh Elroy's wife and Calamity Red. We was watching like some ID channel shit on Netflix mm-hmm. called I Am a Killer. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, that shit is fucking dope. <laughs> I understand why they get like hooked into this shit. I yeah. get calamity now. Like that can I even love that shit? Them niggas is fucking insane. Yeah. That's like, that's crazy. They, the camera work was what got me because they would film the guy saying, yeah, I did this and I have no remorse and all that. And then after his statement, they would just leave the camera on his ass and just 
let him stare at him with this crazy ass look. <laughs> them, yeah, them actions like, that we do after that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm like, this nigga is clearly disturbed. He killed a nigga in, in jail just to go on the death penalty. Like he was in solitary confinement. Right. And then they put him into a room with somebody else for a little while. Right. And he just woke the nigga up and was like, hey, you gonna let me tie you up or you just want me to kill you? And it's like, you ain't gonna do neither. And he suffocated the nigga and killed him just so he can go into uh, the death penalty. Damn. He said they took all his stuff, and in death penalty, you get TV, food, all mm. kinds of shit. I was like, this doesn't sound right, but y'all, if y'all bored, watch I, uh, I, I Am, am a, a Killer. killer. Yeah. yeah, and it's a pretty, pretty dope show. Damn. That's just crazy as fuck. Fuck that. And since we're talking about Netflix, Extinction is also a pretty dope movie. Is it? Yeah. Is that a Netflix original? It's a Netflix original. It's got a twist. It's got the dude from um, Ant-Man in it. The... Hispanic looking. Oh yeah, 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 I don't know his name. Something PA. I know what you thought yeah. about. He's pretty dope. Yeah, but yeah, getting to the is. email, Miss Brittany sends us an email saying, "Thanks for the recommendation, or thank you for recommending Secret Stage." Which I missed this week. I missed man. it too because we was at the on point function. But guess who I was there? The whole, yeah, I missed the whole. Transley week. was there. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, I wanted like, to go fuck. see Transley too, and it looked like it was only like twenty people there. I fucked. I could have fucking dapped Transley up. Yeah. She said. I got the chance to check out great artists. Some I knew, some I didn't. I met some great people. Mm-hmm. She was just letting us know. She yeah. made it home safely. There you go, Miss Brittany. I'm glad uh, you was out there. I was supposed to go this weekend, man, and I just, like, I completely. Y'all um, niggas playing cards. No, no, I mean, it's, it was Friday and Saturday. Oh, it's a whole okay. weekend event. And I was, I actually was going to go Saturday night, but uh, shit, fuck it. I was just going to be real. My, my, my ends didn't let me. Allow me to do that shit. So, yeah, I feel you on um, that shit. And I could have bought the tickets way earlier than I was supposed to, and I just didn't. And I like, when you got the money, you know some shit coming up. Just go ahead and get the shit. Get out of the way. Yep. And that way you'll you'll be covered. But uh, I think I didn't really do it because I didn't really know when Beast wedding was either. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of kind of held back until I knew for sure when the wedding was. And it's but, this weekend. Yeah. And then the fucking thing, the crazy thing about it is, instead of me, I could have went to Secret Stages. I bought. Tory Lane's ticket. What's wrong with that? I can't go. It's the same day as the wedding. Oh, you gonna sell them tickets? I'm f- I already flipped it. Nice. Made so, the money back. I mean, uh, I broke even. Broke even. Nah, but yeah, I was supposed to go to uh, Memories Never Die and School of Escobar was gonna be damn opening up for him. But I really wanted to go see Tory. That's a big move. Yeah. I mean, the wedding's in the day. Ticket gone now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I can burn that highway up, nigga. We can get back. Mm-mm. Nah, we gonna be drinking. Yeah, and then like, cause the con the the concert don't start. It's, the wedding starts at what five? Yeah. The the concert <laughs> basically starts at six thirty. Oh yeah, no, nah, we ain't making yeah, it back yeah, for that nah, shit. So, um, but I do. I can't wait to see this shit. It's, all my homies gonna be there. Yeah, Beast that's is gonna, gonna be crazy. say I do. This shit's gonna be awesome. But uh, can't happen to a better person. I next year. I mean, but. Brittany, you actually got to experience uh, a bunch of great artists in, in Birmingham area. Uh, they had a lot of artists that came from outside of the Birmingham area. Mm. Um, the lobotomies part of because it's not only just hip hop at um, Secret Stages; it's all kinds of music there. Mm. And um, it's j- you basically just get a wristband. You just and they, they block off like a whole block or two go, blocks, yeah. and you just go wherever and check out some. Gra- and they got a main stage and everything, and it's it's awesome. So I I'm glad you got to experience that. 
Um, there will be more shows. Yeah, they might have something else. I can't remember what another big music well, I'm just thing saying, Keep listening is. to the podcast and we'll keep you informed. Yeah, there you go. You know how we do. Exactly. That's what we do. Exactly. Uh, but thank you, Brittany, for the email. We ain't got no more emails. Nah. Um, so I guess it's uh, what, what you've you been listening to. to. You ain't got the what's name for that? Ah, you never sent me one. Oh, I thought we were still using the. Oh, the commercials? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought we were still using that, but. I don't think I put them in here, but I will. Okay. I just, yeah. Fuck it. I, I, well, I just sent, I just, I thought we were using that for time. We, we got to communicate better. <laughs> <laughs> we don't communicate this way that we're supposed to. It's all good. Like, I was just like, well, I think we're using that. But it was just like, ah. What you been listening to, bruh? Man, I got a ton of shit. Um, So. I'm going to start off with, I uh, got the new London Drugs, man, it's just called Active. If you like active. 90s West Coast hip hop, them niggas, man, London Drugs, like, shout out to Sid Davis for putting me on London Drugs. They do 90s, early or mid 90s West Coast hip hop hmm. with the crazy uh, samples and shit like that, man, oh my God. Um, so London Drugs dropped Active, and they took they got the original the cover of the of the album looks just like the Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style oh, album. Yeah. They got the artist who actually did did the uh, the is artwork it, right is here. It one word, yeah, Active. They got the artist who actually did the Snoop Dogg um, did the Snoop Dogg cover, mm-hmm. and he drew the cover for them, and it's. It's dope as fuck, man. I fucking like. I'm a huge London Drugs fan. Like I said, thank you to the Sid Davis. Twenty three tracks, man. All them hoes is is. It's it's probably two I don't like because they, they just too. They just too. It's only on well. You can listen to it on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. um, but oh, you can okay. you can still you can you can <laughs> nefarious means you can download yeah, 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 it. Yeah. But um, but man, um, it just takes me back to like the '90s West Coast, and it was. Oh my God! If you enjoy '90s uh, West Coast music, and they they got a uh, who's on here? Jay Pirico's on here. Uh, YG Hoodie's on here. ASAP Yams is actually on here. Oh, wow. uh, Crazy Bone is on one of the songs. Uh, it's a bunch of niggas on here. Currency on here. Um, they got a ton of ton of features on here, man. So when you get a chance, it's completely worth your time. Go check out. London Drugs. That's L N D N D R G S. Um, I got it right now. Yeah, uh, it's called Active. Uh, check that and shit out, man. That you shit you can download it if, uh, if you pay like five bucks. Mm-hmm. Shit's dope. So, um, and then, like I said, it's nineties. It's early to mid nineties West Coast, and it's dope as fuck. Jay Worthy be killing that shit. Um, the next thing that I listened to. Was Travis Scott's Astro World, which I think Shogun, you listen to it too, right? I tried. So Travis Scott is one of those artists that I think I just like his singles. <laughs> I don't no, know. That's real. That, that's real. I don't know if that's saying a lot uh, because his albums are. I don't think they're for me. <laughs> um, Astro World. I was excited because I was like, because we ain't heard nothing from Travis Scott in a minute, so. Um, Astro World, and I got into it, and I just was like, "This is." I couldn't get into it. Like um, that shit was all over the place. It was a whole bunch of remakes and just mm-hmm. random beats, dude. I it was not for me. Um, that I, sicko song with Drake. 
Yeah. It started out dope, and then it switched the beat, and then it switched back. Like, when it switched at the end, I was feeling it, but I don't know. Now, Whoever. he... Oh, well, let me say how many songs is on. It was 17 songs on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got the like RIP screw, and I was like, Ugh, how much more I got? <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? That shit was weird. Um, it's just kind of. And tw- ten- Twitter is eating it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what they're listening to. I mean, people, people love Travis Scott. Uh, I ain't fucking with it. I'm sorry. I ain't fucking with that project. It's depressing as fuck. Maybe I should listen to it more, but I just I couldn't get into the groove. Like I yeah. was listening, I just where is the bop? Yeah, <sighs> Travis Scott ain't really no bop type nigga though. It ain't Goosebumps. Like Goose, Travis Scott, Goosebumps is probably my favorite song he ever did. What's up with that cover? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't really get deep into it. And yeah. then something else I was listening to. My last one was uh, YG Stay Dangerous. Ooh. Um. Ooh. It started out really good. What? And then it kind of dropped off of me. What? And But I only listened to it. Like, Travis Scott shit, I actually listened to it one time. I ain't gonna front. And maybe I should just digest it more. Mm-hmm. But uh, YG stuff, I have to listen to YG stuff a couple times for me to try to get into Man. it. It started off really good, and then it kind of just... Ten times out of ten, yeah, it's harder for a real nigga. Yes, it is. Nigga, what? Right there. But like it just kind of dies down for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I just bought a handgun. That bitch came with a drum, <laughs> and you know YG like uh, this super uh, blood. You know what I'm saying? YG, why you dress in red? <laughs> oh my god, why you always wearing red? You you a super blood. But I like the I like the title of the album because it's called Stay, Stay Dangerous. Dangerous and my I was nigga. like, ah, oh, that's actually dope as fuck. Tagging in. Let me tag. Let me tag in on this one. All right. YG Stay Dangerous is the fucking closest thing to Good Kid, Mad City this year. Hmm. This is a fucking complete album. How many How many uh, songs are on 15 songs is on here. Okay. It has a consistency through the whole thing. It is telling a story. Mm-hmm. It is fucking dope. He is a gangster gangster. If this shit came out in 1999, 97, this shit would be triple platinum. <laughs> YG is coming with that real tough talk, hard gangster shit. Yeah, You're he, supposed to be in the fucking car doing some action, my nigga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this shit is like riding music. Like, riding, riding music. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was riding around bumping all day listening to this shit, yeah. man. I fucking love this album. And I... I grew up listening to Outkast and then a whole bunch of West Coast music. Mm. So this is right down the same lane with Snoop and Dre, NWA, mm-hmm. Ice Cube, um, shit, even Defari. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's new West Coast music that still give you that same feel from back in the day, but it's new lingo in it and it's new action, new energy. I fucking love this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fucking with it, dog. This. Sh- like I got to shit's good. I like I said it's to me when it started when I started falling off of was that little um the six 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 song. Yeah. With um Young Boy That's close to the end, nigga. That's track number ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh Young Boy NBA. I think I like that song. And <laughs> I was like it was straight. He did a song with Mozzie. Deep in the rap. Now that Big Bang song. Yeah. Who had the best verse? Big Sean. Yeah, it's Big Sean. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no if and I mean, fuss about Nikki, it. Nikki came hard, but Mm-mm. it was Big Sean. He Big said, Sean killed he that said, shit. Oh, what was that line? You more like copping it, and I'm on my Colin Kaepernick. or Something like that, right. man. That shit was dope. Like He killed that shit. Yeah, that Big Bang song is dope as fuck. Big Bang, take little bang. But um, I couldn't believe he did a song with A$AP Rocky on this song. That too. shit is hard. Yeah. Handgun. Yeah. 
He got a bunch of. He got a nice a lot a lot of nice features on here, man. I kind of wanted him to do a song with Game since he was doing so much blood talk. Mm-hmm. But he he mentioned Game on that tribute to Big Frog. Mm-hmm. Um, album's dope, man. I, I fuck with it. If you like West Coast hip hop, check this shit out, man. Yeah. And then, like I said, man, like I need to listen to it again. It's not like I got to like like I said I got to like six 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 and I was just like, and that's when it started falling off for me. But it's it's not a bad. I'm not saying it was a bad album. I just mm, I need to I need to. It's one of those things because I had I had been listening to that and then another I had brought it up on another part too when I was like Jazz Cartier. Like I've been playing the fuck out of London Drugs and Jazz Cartier. Jazz, yeah. and I think I brought that up on what another what you listening to previously. Yeah, yeah. And I never really got a chance to really talk about it because I just got into it. But I that Jazz Cartier that, that shit's real. Yeah, that shit's dope as fuck. So that's what I've been listening to. What about you? Man. Anything different from what I had? Yes. That Mac Miller swimming. My nigga, please do yourself a favor. Please. <sighs> listening to this Mac Miller, I'm like, who got this outcast in my Mac Miller? Hmm. Where did this outcast come from? And why is this shit so dope? Hmm. Somebody answer me, please. Mm. <laughs> This shit is fucking <laughs> With fire, the lisp, dog. Yes. Nigga. yes. <laughs> With the lisp? Man, 13 songs. All of them hard. Like this nigga is channeling his in. Like, if he don't make a an album with Dungeon Dragon, Mac Miller is missing something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit evokes like Outkast. Uh-huh. I I really highly recommend it. But the only thing is, like, if this album was named Nas, be album of the year. If this album was named Kanye, album of the year. Hmm. If this album was named Kendrick. Album of the year. If this album was made, named Drake, album of the year. Mm. But his name Mac Miller. So y'all don't want to hear. Wow. I fucking love it, man. Two oh. two good projects, man. That Mac Miller is solid. And then YG. Yes. YG solid. Um, before we move to the next uh segment, real quick, I did get I used to know her by her. Her dropped oh, something yeah. else. Um, it's like an EP. I only listen to like the first two songs, which are really good. So uh, I'll probably be talking about that next week. The song everybody's talking about is could have been with her, with Bryson Tiller. So I need to, but it's only six songs on there. So I'll be, I'll probably be talking about that next week. I just, it was a lot of music that Man. I had to listen to. But please listen to that Mac Miller. Yes, that's my favorite shit out this week. And if you guys want to hear any of this music, you know you can go to bynkradio.net to actually listen to. We have a radio station on and we got an app if you got an android device and you know how much it is free 99 what that's a saving right there nigga support your and 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 it's black owned black owned business support your boys support black owned business are you ready cole jackson do i need to be ready are you ready cole jackson i guess i am you're ready for the Rundown is What is where, the rundown? I have well, to ask the question before you explain it. Okay. What is the rundown, Shogun? The rundown is where you and I take news, clips, bites, and articles, chew them up, and then spit them out. So y'all motherfuckers can know what the fuck is going so on. So we can know what the fuck is going on. Nah, that's for everybody else, too. for everybody else, too. So. I did, for some strange reason, he did this for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we like Jesus, my nigga? <laughs> Our sacrifices for y'all? Exactly. <laughs> Well, speaking of sacrifices, <laughs> this nigga's drink level is all the way up. <laughs> okay. In Vero, in Vero Beach, Florida, okay. Florida man 
Oh, told no. officers, a man who told officers that he had been charged twice for drinking and driving in Missouri assured them he was not drinking and driving. I wasn't doing this that. This time. He was caught in the McDonald's parking lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Earl Stevens Jr. That name sounds. E 40. <laughs> I was like, who is this e guy? E 40. That name sounds so E-40. familiar. That's E 40, my nigga. <laughs> but that ain't E 40. This, oh, shit. Earl Stevens Jr. But, Earl, but, Earl, but yeah. E 40 Stevens is like S T E V E. Oh, yeah. yeah. E-40, dog. Damn. So, Earl Stevens Jr., he's 66 year old. He is from Vero Beach, Florida. He was downing bourbon, not while operating a motor vehicle, <laughs> but what was he at the traffic operating? lights and at stop signs. Of course. He wasn't drinking and driving. Ah. A woman who was not identified by the officers, <laughs> uh, the officer's arrest affidavit called an Indian River County deputy after she said the vehicle behind her in the McDonald's drive-thru kept striking her rear bumper. What? Keep bumping, pull up to the bumper, baby. <laughs> when deputies asked the driver for his license, Stevens said, I don't have no license in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't notice, what, what, what they did notice was an open bottle of liquor in a brown paper bag in the passenger seat. These niggas were trying to hide it. Stevens smelled like booze and they felt, and he said, quote, I felt pretty good. He further explained that he was not drinking while the car was in motion, that he was only drinking when it stopped or he was at a stop sign or at a traffic light. (laughs) Stevens told the officers he had to drink his his Jim Bean. You know, it helped him function. After being... After being asked to participate in a field sobriety test, Stevens was arrested oh on charges of driving while intoxicated and driving without a license at the Indian. <laughs> and he is now at the Indian River County Jail. The breath test measured his uh, blood alcohol content was at 0.153 and a 0.147. The legal limit for driving is a 0.08. God damn. <laughs> he, was he wasn't drinking and driving though he was only taking sips when he stopped i mean did he technically break the law technically he's right he wasn't driving but he was operating when he was intoxicated that ain't what they call it yeah they don't say operating while they doing. don't say like you are actually actively drinking and driving they even are saying that you're operating a he motor found vehicle found a loophole <laughs> he, he thought he did I mean, technically he did. Uh, technically he didn't, because they still not? arrested his ass. His ass is in jail. <laughs> he was drinking that stop signs of red light. Yeah, that's not drinking and driving. See, that's I, tri- I often ask myself that about texting. If I'm not driving, I'm stopped. Can I text then? Can so you? I'm keeping my eye on this case because if he beats this shit, you he- got a case, brother. You can do whatever the fuck <laughs> right, you want to do. Because I don't mess with my phone when I'm driving. It's just when I'm stopped. stopped. Am I operating a motor vehicle? Nope. I mean, because you stopped. I mean, but the vehicles. Because like, technically, you know, look at it like this: right. Are you drinking and driving when you're parked and you're drinking? Yeah, because I'm, I'm still intoxicated. But you ain't driving. You parked. I mean, they'll arrest you for like publicly indecency. No, you parked. No, you're in public drinking. You can't do that unless it's a zoned area. <laughs> they got a zone for drinking yeah. and parking. Like parking downtown, just... like there's an area you can drink. And you park. have an open. What is it? Open container. Yeah, yeah. open to container license. That nigga, fuck audience. that. That dude found a loophole. Yeah, he thought he did, man. So I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm out here rooting for Earl Stevens Jr. You know, drink level E40, white E40. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out there in Vero, Florida. Damn. How you feel funny. about it, man? 
I think the nigga found a loophole. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree. Technically, that's what he technically was Technically, he's not, but technically, he's still intoxicated, so his ass is staying in jail. I wonder. How do you think he kept hitting the lady car and she just, what, she move out the way? <laughs> Did she let yeah, him that's go? What I'm saying. She it's got like, her food and was I like, just, all right, this nigga done hit me yeah, five, five times. Five times? What the fuck is this? Maybe, he's trying, to get, maybe this? he's trying to get my phone number. Yeah. That's like, one way. He was trying to pull up on the bumper. There you go, mm. nigga. Give us some of that rear end action. Mm. In the booty hole. What, Somebody asked me if I like anal sex, and I said no. Everybody asked. And they was like. Like all females. It was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't like to stick my dick in your butt. Uh, I'm not a fan of anal sex either. Yeah. It's like, too much how work. You, how do you know if you never tried? I'm like, I just don't want to do it. Hustle Bay need to chill. How you know it was her? Because I know it was her. <laughs> Tell her to chill out, nigga. That motherfucker go like, fuck your boyfriend. She literally want me to put my dick in her ass. She need to go fuck her boyfriend. Can't. He's celibate. Because he's a preacher. She can't have leveled up this much if she ain't getting none from her boyfriend. Like, if she leveled up the way. No, he, it's his beliefs. He's a preacher. Ain't no preacher this strong in his convictions. Mm, I guess he is. She, she don't know what she got. Do they live together? No. Oh yeah, I figured that. So she doing all kinds of things. Ah. <laughs> boot up, boot up. Oh God, don't do that. Bada da Pop, pop, skeet up. That's boot what, up. That's what a nigga singing while he tapping it from the back. Pop, pop, skeet up. Boot up. <laughs> oh. Right, Ohio police chief overdoses on opiates stolen from evidence room. Drugs. The fuck. <laughs> 35-year-old <laughs> Kirksville Police Chief James Hughes Jr. found unresponsive in his bathroom <laughs> and pronounced dead shortly, <laughs> shortly after being taken from the scene he, on May the 25th. He died? The Ronaldsburg Police Department is investigating the matter, and Lieutenant Ron White <laughs> issued a statement on the situation. White said, I was on opioids. The drug found on the, on the scene are possibly from other cases. Now, and it looks like as if Hughes took the narcotics from the evidence room on his own. Wright said this. <laughs> there was a package that indicated that he was taking controlled substances from there. An autopsy was conducted on Hughes and the result revealed Hughes overdosed from an acute intoxication of fentanyl. The cases they're still investigating the case currently, and it looks like he took all this shit from the evidence room. Shogun, Ohio police, getting it in. Where was the opi- Narcan? Is man. the is the opioid crisis really that big? This is probably the best commercial for that drug dealer <laughs> ever, <laughs> nigga. I got the police high on my supply, <laughs> nigga. What? Nah, dog. This is a he OD'd off what? Okay, so here's my the, the reason why I brought this to the to the um. To the show is because you always talk about the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is this such an addictive drug? Like, what makes opioids like the shit? Because it's on the news. <laughs> Niggas want to try this <laughs> shit. Niggas on TV. Like, nigga, how high did you get? I mean, this is an actual think about police it. chief think who about it. stole it from the evidence room and got fucked and died. This wasn't the first time, my nigga. This is called an <laughs> overdose. He on that Demi Lovato, my nigga. <laughs> this is some high grade shit. So another thing, cause you like you seem to know a lot about the, well, you know, I ain't gonna say a lot, but you <laughs> yeah, seem to I ain't know that shit. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like you always talk about the opiate crisis. Yeah. When did this shit? I'm confused on when this shit got big. 2008, <laughs> when the whole market crashed. Yeah, niggas went straight to drugs. Cause he, it was fentanyl in his 
Yeah, that was the shit that got him. <laughs> Where you find fitting on that? Sprinkle some crack on him, Johnson. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I think this was a cover-up, <laughs> my nigga. What you mean? I think he found something. Like, somebody was, like, he trying to stop them from making their money. And they killed his ass and then sprinkled some crack on him. No. Nah, he, he overdosed, dog. This... Evidence locker, niggas get bored on a Friday. I mean, he's the chief. What are they going to do? What are they going to sell him? So, my thing is this. like, How dangerous is this shit? Yeah. It's fucking deadly. Apparently so. This nigga <laughs> over no deed. I yeah, mean, don't, don't do none of this shit. But, I mean, okay. I don't, okay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know what opioids. I like. Is it just pills? Is it like, I don't it's know. It's all what of the, the above. It's like that. It's a. It's a, a genre, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. It's like heroin. There's many ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. Hold on. We spent the last week talking about the opioid epidemic in this country. It's unprecedented scope. It's terrible death toll. It's government-fueled oranges and the suffering, the amazing and horrible suffering it has caused. Today we conclude our series, Drugged, with a look at the addicts themselves and the tough journey back to sobriety. This is what the opioid crisis looks like in America. A driver and a passenger slumped over in a Ford Explorer. In the back seat, the driver's four-year-old grandson waiting for someone to show up and help. The adults in the car had overdosed on heroin. That grotesque scene played out last September in East Liverpool, Ohio, but it could have been anywhere in this country. About two and a half million Americans are now addicted to opioids, and that number is rising so fast that public health officials can barely keep up. Between 1999 and 2015, the number of deadly overdoses nationally rose from a little over 8,000 to 33,000 a year. That's a higher death rate than any war we've fought since World War II. In nearly all of those cases, prescription drugs were the root cause. Fully 80% of heroin addicts say they first got hooked on drugs prescribed by a doctor. At first, opioid-based drugs do their job. They kill pain. And for that reason, they're a blessing to cancer patients, the terminally ill, and people recovering from serious surgery. For generations, opioids were prescribed sparingly, with the knowledge that long-term use could lead to addiction and death. That began to change in the 1990s, thanks in large part to lobbying by drug companies hoping to spike their profits. The result? A massive increase in opioid prescriptions from doctors and a huge infusion of narcotics into communities across the country. It is now common, for example, for patients to receive opioids after having their wisdom teeth removed. A recent study found that the majority of those pills go unused by the patient after surgery. The effect of this? 100 million tablets of synthetic heroin in circulation in American neighborhoods. And that's just from wisdom teeth extractions. Multiply that by countless knee surgeries and back injuries and diagnoses of chronic pain, and you'll begin to understand the scope of this problem and how it leads ultimately back to the crushingly sad tableau playing out in the front seat of that Ford Explorer in East Liverpool, Ohio. The driver of the vehicle was trying to get to a hospital after realizing his companion had overdosed. When paramedics arrived at the scene, they were able to administer the anti-opiate drug Narcan, though by that time her body had started to turn blue from lack of oxygen. She survived. Will she ever recover? If she's like many heroin addicts, she won't. She'll keep using and keep overdosing until one day she won't come back. She'll leave a family, maybe children, and they may too become addicts. The cycle will continue until someday someone in charge decides enough and addresses this horror at its source. 
enough is enough. So, when will the opioid crisis stop? So it's I just you white uh, folk like getting it in, dog. I just thought meth was the cool drug. I guess not. No, it's not cool. It's not cool. You lose your teeth. Meth? Yes. Yeah, I know. It eats your body away. It rots your body. Right. Hmm. None of this shit's cool, nigga. You should not be popping pills. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be listening to these dudes, man. They they stupid. Just say no, kids. Speaking of niggas not to listen to, definitely say no to drugs. <laughs> unless, unless it's weed. I mean, I think you can you, you can be all right with Bob some weed. Scott, beat as up. long as the weed beat is not up. laced. Like, that's the main thing. But, Pop Scott, beat up. Speaking of niggas to say no to. Pastor Gerald Scott, um, I've had the honor and privilege to work with then-candidate, non-President Trump, and uh, to observe him behind the scenes and have a number of personal conversations with him. And people ask me, why do I defend him so vociferously? And I say, it's easy for me to do because I know him. And uh, he's shown me his heart, and I know he has a heart for all Americans. And uh, I will say this. This administration has taken a lot of people by surprise, and it's going to surprise you guys even more because this is probably the most proactive administration regarding urban America and the faith-based community uh, in my lifetime. And I'll be 60 years old in December. But if, when I think back on, uh, I mean, you, I use good hair dye, <laughs> and I've got a great makeup artist. But to be honest, this is probably going to be the, and I'm saying this at this table, the most pro-black president that we've had in our lifetime because, and I try to, you know, analyze the people that I encounter. This president actually wants to prove something to our community, our faith-based community and our ethnic community. The last president didn't feel like he had to. He felt like he didn't have to prove, he got a pass. This president, is, is this administration is probably going to be more proactive regarding urban revitalization and prison reform than any president in your lifetime. If we work together, give him a chance, don't pay any attention to uh, these guys back here. And, <laughs> and I promise you, we will do something that we will, this, is, this, this administration will continue to make history. It's going to be a lot of positive change. Great things are on the horizon. I promise you. I have to say one thing about him. So um, I didn't know him at all. And I'm watching one of the. What did he just say? He said he didn't know him at all. Okay. Hold on. What did this guy say earlier? Then candidate, now President Trump. And uh, to observe him behind the scenes and have a number of personal conversations with him. And people ask me, why do I defend him so vociferously? And I say, it's easy for me to do because I know him. Okay. I promise you. Okay. I have to say one thing about him. So um, I didn't know him at all. And I'm watching one of the, I would say, unfriendly groups of broadcasters, to put it nicely. And I said, who is that guy? He was destroying them. I say, who is he? Then I saw him two or three times. And I said, I have to, I have to meet him. But uh, I want to just thank you. You have been incredible. You are some voice. And when I heard, okay, tell him. How long are you married? Tell me. 39 years. Okay. So I thought he was like 35 years old. Okay. So did you. Exactly. And then he said, say hello to my wife. He said, I've been married 39 years. I said, you're married 39 years. I thought you were 35 years old, right? But you're doing a good job. You're obviously doing it right because you look great. And we really appreciate it. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So he is the most progressive president to help out the black community. These are preachers. These are pastors. They're talking to Donald J. Trump to talk about prison reform. And they said if we listen to well, they didn't say, but um, 
I forgot his name. It's not it, real. Talking about the pastor who said that? Yeah. Daryl Scott is Darryl. his name. Okay. Daryl Scott said that Donald Trump is the, mo- the most pro-black president we've had in our lifetime. How do you feel about sellout preachers? They're everywhere, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Uh, everybody was- everybody wants to get a dollar, and uh, apparently he wanted to get his dollar. Oh, why did so- you say money? They were, they were not, they're um, not doing this for money. They're um, doing this because of the faith. Yeah. All right. So each and every, they went around the room and everybody thanked Donald Trump and continued to suck his dick. And they said, Trump invited these preachers to the White House to hear their concerns. They all said, thank you. And what an honor this is to talk to Donald J. Trump. And thank you for bringing faith back into the White House. Trump is working hard on prison reform. Trump Brings the people together. How many lies did I just tell just then? Several. Okay, just making sure. So, hold on. I, I need to look this up real quick wait, so wait, I wait. can uh, speak informed. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I just need to know the quote. We get a tweet. Uh, LeBron James just opened up the school. The Promise School. That was going to be my next story. Um, well, I just want to pull this from yeah, ahead, since he's so pro-black where mm-hmm. he says, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. <laughs> he made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. Um, now, LeBron James literally just, I know this is going to be from your rundown, right, but I just ahead. wanted to say that like LeBron James basically just opened up a school for kids who don't have, I mean, everything's pretty much paid for and yeah. all this other stuff. We'll talk about that in the story. Um, the reason why I brought that quote up is because that's how is that is that pro anything? You get what I'm saying? Like the dude literally just opened up a school, which I don't see Donald Trump putting anything towards education for uh, the the kids who are in horrible neighborhoods who don't have what's going on. Underprivileged. Um, these pastors, I'm, I'm tired of these fucking pastors getting. A pass because they got a direct or a quote unquote direct line to the man upstairs. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit right mm-hmm. now, man. For somebody to say, for him to say that, you know, I, I don't. This 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 is coming from a. You're talking about a guy who says you might as well vote for me, black people, because you don't have shit else. <laughs> you ain't got shit else. You don't have what? What do you got to lose? Nothing. You look at where you're at right now, and for the for the. I understand that there are there are black people out there who who aren't a fan who's not a fan of President Obama. I get that, but um, I didn't for like somebody, policies, but. but for somebody to say that the last president felt like he had to get a pass, yeah, nigga, he did. He's the first black president. Yes, we get, we have to. Some it's some things I feel like we do have to give him a pass on. You want to know why? Because he was cleaning up a mess that was going on that we've had for eight years. So. Don't give me that bullshit. I'm tired of these pastors selling their souls, which that's what they're doing. They sell their fucking souls all the time for a dollar because a lot of the motherfuckers are, uh, uh, are opportunities. They don't even have to be a dollar. You can just then, be a camera op. And I think that dude is on. He's usually on TV. The uh, Daryl, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's. Uh, I forgot what. Fuck that. That's dude. neither here nor there. Yeah. Like, I. There's a lot of times on this show, I'm not mm-hmm. going to front, that we sit up and we do say, you know what, Trump actually pulled 
a so, good move. Yeah. But a good move doesn't necessarily mean a good president. Yeah, I'm not fucking with the dude. I mean, I can I can highlight the good stuff and then terrible. Right. You know, I just don't. I hate being just like everybody else and saying, oh, Trump did this. He opened the door and fuck Trump. Like, nah, like the dude does more harm than it does good. I can clearly say that this is fucking terrible because these preachers are there to it looks like they're trying to get some kind of gain monetarily from the president. That's how I feel. And then they're going to lead their congregation back to Donald Trump and he ain't doing shit to help anybody. He's cutting programs out there. Several. Yeah, that's helping the people of the community. He's not here for anybody. I mean, he's he's using ignorant people to empower himself. And it goes on both sides, whether it's white, black, or whatever. I don't... I just don't get it, man. Like, I'm trying to understand... I, I don't understand the side where people... We get a lot of Trump hate. Mm-hmm. People don't like the man. It, they they just don't like our president. And I get that. And yeah. I, sometimes I wish people would stop using him as a scapegoat. Because a lot of people use him yeah. as a scapegoat. Yeah. I'm not finna sit up here and like... I, I mean, I know what's going on. I'm not stupid. Yeah. But people like Daryl Scott, who says the he's most the most pro-black president. And he's 60 years old. So he was around with Martin. <laughs> with, so. With all of those, like the Civil War. I mean, not Civil, Civil, the Civil Rights. Civil Rights March. Um, what was the president? Um, shit. Lyndon B. Johnson, yeah. was it? I think so. I don't know. We don't know history. Well, I mean, at the time, legislations had to change in order for us to get the freedoms mm-hmm. that were supposed to be provided to us pretty sure that president would have been more pro-black than donald trump like i don't know anything donald trump has done for the black community me neither so i don't know i mean unless i'm just now, ignorant to the i'm blind to now, the fact maybe it's because he's actually saying well come talk to me but that doesn't make him pro-black that doesn't make him when, guaranteed to do anything for the black community when did prison reform become a black community problem because we're the majority of the I know, but, but it's a policing problem. Thank you. It's a policy problem. Thank it's you. It's a drug law problem. Thank you. You know, but policing affects the black community the most. Mo- and we still getting shot out here last time I checked. Yeah, six times, six warning shots in the back. Is That's that it? it? Yeah. yeah. I'm just, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm no, stupid. No, no, you're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just not. Just How do you out. feel about that? I don't, these are fucking sh- Shysters. Yeah, shysters, but they're leading the sheep to slaughter. I don't... This is one of the reasons... This is why organized religion is on a huge decline in America, because you can't trust nobody. You can clearly see that these motherfuckers is out for their own monetary gain. They don't care about nothing. They just getting their camera time with Donald Trump. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I see it. Um, There are some... Passes out there that's still down for the cause that ain't looking for a dollar. It's few and far between. I, I can say that. Need a dollar. But yeah, I that, like that quote, that quote, that right there really kind of pissed me off. And I think the thing that pissed me off the most was saying the last president felt like he had to get a pass. He, like, no, no, the, no, he, he said the last president got a pass because he was black. He he felt like he didn't have to show any concern. But didn't he? He did. I mean, black people was like, all right, Obama this year, too. What you going to do? And and they started like, Obama, what you doing? And he was like, all right, finally, on my final year, he started mm-hmm. doing shit. But, you know, 
Obama, I mean, I'm sorry. Donald Trump ain't that dude, man. Like, get out of here with that bullshit. Y'all be careful, man. Be safe. I'm Listen just to waiting these on motherfuckers. the motherfuckers. Order, order 99. I'm still waiting on that. Order 66. Yeah, order 66. Or whatever it was. <laughs> ain't waiting, waiting on that shit to happen. When they click, yeah. And you're hit that button and be like, slavery's back. <laughs> well, everybody's got a scam, man. That's all it is. Oh, my God. Niggas is just trying to get over on us. And I know it's your turn, but... <laughs> Perfect setup for me because <laughs> niggas has been trying to get over and they've been getting over on motherfuckers for years. 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 And it's always the people in power. It's always the ones like, what was your, the chief, the captain? Yeah, the, the police chief. The police chief, captain. The police chief. Overdosing. on opioids. Well, this police cha- captain was ODing on McDonald's. People are reportedly captivated by the Daily Beast story of an ex-police officer who conned his way into stealing over $24 million from McDonald's over the course of nearly 12 years. It began when former police officer Jerry Jacobson took a job with Simon Marketing, a company that handled the printing and distribution of McDonald's Monopoly pieces. He made his first major move by giving his stepbrother a piece worth $25,000 in Florida. Jacobson began giving people winning pieces in exchange for a cut of the money. Within a few years, his scheme had expanded to include a network of people like mobsters, psychics, convicts, and more. But everything unraveled when the FBI received an anonymous tip saying the winner was a fraud. In 2001, over 50 people were arrested for their involvement in the Monopoly scheme. However, Jacobson's trial began the day before the 9-11 attacks, so it was quickly buried by the media until surfacing again this year. For United News International, I'm Juliette Vara. You ever wondered why you never win or why you never see any of those Monopoly winners from the McDonald's? I thought you had to be Irish to do that. Well, you just have to know this motherfucker who's helping out. An ex-police cop inside. He's ex-police in- cop? Oh. <laughs> well, that's, th- that's still true. He's an ex-police. <laughs> ex-police cop. cop. Yeah. Well, this, <laughs> this ex-cop had a whole, like... Freeze, yeah. police cop. Police cop cold. How do you feel about this Monopoly scandal, man? I feel like I need, well. He was helping out the mafia. I need reparations for this. Rep- really? Reparations? I could have won when I was eating at McDonald's, but he was the motherfucker that was keeping me from could winning. Could this be a class action lawsuit? Yes. <laughs> I could have won. How would you prove that you were going to win? Didn't you just see the same news story I just seen? I did, but how how could you prove that your sticker was going to be a winning sticker? <laughs> I can't you prove it? that because I threw him away because I didn't win. But can they prove that you was not going to be a winner? No. <laughs> so they can't prove that. So everybody who ever bought McDonald's should get. I need my reparations. I you, need money. So that's going to be a, a settle out of he court. Said, I need money. I said, said, me too. <laughs> We've been kicking it ever since. <laughs> so they're going to settle out of court for maybe, uh, what you say, about $6 billion? Sure. I want my right, money. Six billion dollars amongst what? A hundred billion customers. Oh, uh, that's like last... twenty cents. <laughs> that's what I was about to say, my dude. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> this is a, a great plan. What a damn asshole! <laughs> I could have won. Nah. I, that could have been me. Nah. Yes, it could have. Nah. My dude, you know how many cold French fries I had to go through to get some of the pieces? <laughs> yeah, everybody did that. You know how many shitty Big Macs I had to go this through to get the pieces? This fucking Willy Wonka, the real version. You Ever? know how many flat Cokes I had to go through to get that shit? <laughs> you know how many times I walked in there to get ice cream and it was, it was broken? broken? Jesus. My G. Fuck McDonald's. This is my weekly. This is my shit now. <laughs> this is McDonald's story. You know what? <laughs> that goes into my story. <laughs> 
So since we're so since we're on our journey not to get a McDonald's uh sponsorship, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> McDonald's serve pregnant women cleaning fluid in latte. Oh, I get that on here. <laughs> that was my next one. A pregnant woman in Canada had a stomach churning experience that one Sunday morning when she was served a latte filled with cleaning fluid. Mm. Sarah Douglas of Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada was on her way to her son's baseball tournament where she went to McDonald's drive through for a latte. Mm-hmm. Now, it <laughs> it wasn't until she she was on the highway that she suspected something was wrong. She took a sip. Douglas, who was seven months pregnant mm-hmm. with her third child, said <laughs> the liquid in the cup was watery brownish color. Now, uh, when she returned to the restaurant to complain... No, she took a sip. She took a sip out of it and spit it out. Let me get to it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She came to the restaurant to complain. She said the staff member told her two cleaning lines were hooked hooked up to the latte machine. Uh, the on-duty supervisor showed Douglas the bottle of cleaning fluid. The on-duty supervisor showed Douglas the bottle of cleaning fluid so she would know <laughs> what what to tell poison control. Douglas contacted Alberta Health Services, a, a health link, and was transferred to per- poison control. She turned out to be okay. okay. Uh, since uh, since she hadn't swallowed the liquid, she did take a taste, but she didn't swallow. Mm-hmm. She visited her family doctor uh, just to make sure that that no lingering effects was going to be there. Dan Brown, who owns the McDonald's franchise, uh, where Douglas purchased the tainted latte, released this statement. He said this: "Since learning about the complaint, our team has been <laughs> in very close contact with the guest and apologized to her." The health inspector also visited the restaurant and is not investigating any further. Mm. McDonald's is renowned for its food safety protocols, and I am sorry that this has happened in my restaurant here in Lethbridge. What happened? <laughs> what happened is that the machine was being cleaned as it is every morning. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the milk supply line was connected to the cleaning solution while ah. this guest was drink drink was made. That's a typical. We mistake. have <laughs> we have immediately. If we have taken immediate action to review the proper cleaning procedures with the team and have put additional signage up as a, a as a added reminder, although Douglas survived the ordeal and harm, it's still eating at her mainly because she fears the cleaning fluid might end up in juice, soda, or soft serve ice cream. Why would it happen there? Because their ice cream machine it's never works broken. and ingested by kids. Mm. Shogun, McDonald's, fuck them. They're killers. Almost. Or well, cleaners. yeah, they have. No, they killed <laughs> plenty of people. Diabetes is real. <laughs> plenty of murders. Was <laughs> you know the clown from it? <laughs> like, that's Ronald. It's Ronald, my nigga. That's Ronald's brother, Damon. <laughs> Damon McDonald. That was his whole name the whole time. I didn't know that. But yeah, this is some bullshit. Like, how do you have cleaning supplies cleaning out your coffee maker, and you don't tell your staff that hey? Don't serve coffee out of this maker because it's being cleaned. Why isn't there a sign already up? Why do they not realize that there's cleaning shit on the floor cleaning out the coffee maker as it's spewing cleaning supplies into a cup and they put the top on the cup to serve it to somebody? Yeah. I think there was a couple of spots that could have been like, hey, maybe we shouldn't, you know, serve it. You could have clearly seen. Well, The lady said when she took a sip, she smelt the chemicals and she thought somebody just poured chemicals trying to be funny yeah that's a hell of a joke she squirt, turned that car around took that shit back nah bro mcdonald's is not playing out here in these streets you when remember, it comes to come to these goddamn they always get in trouble over coffee you remember that last the hot, time? The hot coffee, coffee the lady burned herself this is the reason we have hey caution this shit is hot right right <laughs> i remember when that case first hit my dad was like 
you idiot. You didn't know you were <laughs> getting hot coffee. Like, it's hot. It's always hot. Yeah, but it wasn't like, a warning label on there. But you should know when shit is hot, No, right? I don't know that. You should always know when shit is, like, boiling show, hot. No, because Shogun, I don't know that. How do you not know that? Like, the steam, like, the no. coating of the cup? No, Shogun, I don't know. I need, a, I need something on the cup that tells me that it's hot. I don't know it's hot. That's a good thing that you said that. New internet challenge. Internet challenge has left a teen, as you see here, with bandages on his chest and his face after a friend poured boiling hot water on him while he slept. The so-called hot water challenge involves either drinking boiling water or pouring it on someone else. Unreal. The teen says when he woke up, he instantly ripped off his shirt and ran to the bathroom. And then, like, I looked down at my chest, and my skin just fell off my chest. And then I went in there, and I looked in the mirror, and then I had skin falling off right here and on my face. He suffered second-degree burns on his back, his chest, and his face that put him in the hospital for a week. Doctors say, though, that his skin, he will recover in a couple of months. Is there anyone that shouldn't know that boiling hot water is not <sighs> things acceptable? You, things I mean, you never thought you'd have like, to say, right? Exactly. Unreal. The hot water challenge, new internet craze. Bro. I looked up the the hot water challenge. It's been around for a little while. Now the hot water challenge is you you, you either drink boiling water through a straw or have it poured on you. What dummy? Like you know what? That sounds like a pretty cool challenge. I'm gonna try it. We should do a hot water challenge video. You be doing it by yourself. No, I would no. do that shit. Okay, I do it by myself. What a dummy! No, I, I, I'm gonna post up a hot water challenge. On our Facebook, I mean on our Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I got you. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> I'm gonna show y'all how to do the fucking hot water challenge. <laughs> As you hear the pin clicking, so I can take my notes. This dude, it's and it said it, it said his homeboy poured the water on him as a joke. Yeah. What's funny about that? You look at you laughing with your skin flopping off. He's just like <laughs> that's funny, huh? fuck wrong with these kids man no man and then his mom is like well we're just gonna make sure he all right and i'm like no nah they're gonna no. see the fuck out of that kid no dog. why are you playing with hot ass water why how long you think it took him to boil that water though <laughs> nobody realized first of all dude what, what like what part of the game is that my nigga like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm trying to i think, think. they on four chance like, like why don't you just do like the zoom challenge or some shit uh do the <laughs> You know what niggas I'm saying? Do getting the, hurt do the in my feelings challenge. Do them things. No, niggas getting oh, hurt. Oh, niggas hurt on that? Yeah, yeah, jumping out the car, man. Like, they, that's illegal now. <laughs> they see you doing that shit, they gonna arrest your ass. Now, God to mind it, man. Like, really? The hot water challenge. Social media has made people do anything to get famous. Is it social media or is it just people just being stupid? Like, I think, I think it's just, a little bit of both. We're just hearing more about people being stupid out here in these streets. That's all. At that's the end a, of the day. You know what I blame? Jackass. You mean, Jackass did it, but white boys was doing white stupid boy shit like that all the time. But they they had a Jack whole show just, dedicated uh, to yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. And a lot they of people had two. Didn't. No, they had three movies. Didn't they have three movies? <laughs> yeah, you're right. They had they three did. fucking movies. <laughs> they did have three movies. <laughs> they had three movies. Their own show which lasted at least five seasons. Yeah, I'm, Bam Majera's life is fucked up now. I mean, one of them dudes committed suicide. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think another motherfucker can't have kids. Like I think one of his nuts is gone. That's probably Steve-O and uh, Johnny Knoxville. I'm, I think Steve-O's broke. Johnny Knoxville might be the only one who's okay. Well, he he did movies. <laughs> yeah, he said he started <laughs> acting. Yeah, I mean, 
shit. Yeah, there's plenty of money in movies, though. I mean, so I guess we can blame the white man on this. Yeah, jackass. Might as well. But don't be a jackass. Don't be a dumbass and pour hot boiling water on somebody. But they never did anything like that. Like if anything, they did they, a lot. They let like they put cars up their ass. And shit, yeah, right? they alligators like baby alligators bite their dickheads and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the things you see in movies, man, isn't that amazing? No, it's like, dumb. It is dumb. Well, here's another dumb idea for movies. <laughs> All right, folks, we knew it. It would only be a matter of time before Movie Pass started going down. So you binge watchers ruined it for the rest of us. Just know that. No, I'm, I'm totally just kidding. But they did have a nationwide outage over the weekend, which severely affected their stocks. Listen to this. So as everyone was trying to see a movie, they'd instead see a black screen saying there were no more screenings in their area today. So it all began Thursday night when Movie Pass experienced the temporary service outage because it ran out of cash. So temporary service outage because they ran out of cash. Mm. That means movie pass is broke. So movie pass. They just went up on their prices too. Yes. Movie pass is a service where you pay one flat fee. You get to go to the movies and watch as many movies as you want mm-hmm. because movie pass is going to cover the cost. Right. So you pay what? Maybe $15 a month for it? Uh, it was less than that. I think it was like nine ninety nine. Okay. nine ninety nine. But now they went up on it. So you pay nine ninety nine a month for these movies. You watch as many movies as you want, and Movie Pass will cover the cost. So they're paying these movie theaters the rest of the price. But they thought, like, hey, once we get all these people in, you know, we got direct information to the customers, and then movie theaters now have more people inside their lobbies to buy their snacks and things. This is a foolproof plan. All it we gotta it do, could work. It could really, really work. All we got to do is just cover the cost of these movies. And once we do that, we'll be rolling in the dough. That's it. That's amazing it's a great value for the consumers oh they borrowed five million dollars they borrowed five million dollars to keep this program going what fucking bank gave them five million dollars i mean who allowed that loan to go through yeah so they went from movie pass went from ten dollars a month to fifteen dollars a month oh wow that's gonna make us break even And they said they borrowed an emergency $5 million. (laughs) Nigga, I need an emergency $5 million. I do too. Like, what is this bank? I need to do business with them because they're surely going to go belly up. You know what's funny? I want to do movie pass, though. (laughs) The idea is actually pretty good. It's it's 100% for the consumer. 100% for the consumer. But for the business, there is no goal. There is no way to make money off of this. Hmm. All right, let's finish the clip. Then they issued an apology on Saturday, but by Monday, their stock had dropped a whopping 60%. So is this the end of MoviePass? Uh, I sure hope not. We'll just have to stay tuned. I don't know, man. Would you pay $15 a month to be able to see movies? Yeah, movies? yeah. Uh, any movie I want to? Yes. I do that now. It's called Netflix. <laughs> I, I had been wanting to do MoviePass, too. I was like, guys, ah, it's, it's $9.99. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's pretty eh, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Now I'm kind of just like, well. Well. Like the rest of the world, everybody's just like, wow. Well, I don't want to pay $15, though. Oh, that's breaking the bank? Yeah, like, mm, <laughs> like I don't want to do $15. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Like, I would prefer to just do... Uh, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I did for my movie night the other day. Yeah. I decided to do... Um, Ready Player One. Yeah. And I, did, I was going to go to the dollar the dollar movie, but, uh, you know, it would have did. I, I, thought, I thought 
Movie Pass was a good idea though. I ain't for the yeah, it was a great idea for the consumers, but not for the business. Not for the business. I'm not paying fifteen dollars though. What did she got for us? Cool. You took all my shit. Oh, I did. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done. I think it's. I think well, it's, well, you want to chime in on the the LeBron James? I thought is that your last story? Uh, yeah, it could be my last story. So we have quick hits. Yeah. So LeBron James. Oh, I I do have something. This this clip is actually pretty dope, man. I'm sorry. I was on my day off. <laughs> I was just devouring news, and so I got a shit ton of clips. But this story is fucking dope. Like. It's not a lot of heroes out here. You know what I mean? Mm. There's not a lot of people who actually are giving back to the community. And for somebody of this ilk, of this limelight, to be able to do something like this, mm-hmm. this is fucking dope. I just want to know how you're going to pay for it. Unfortunately, a lot of kids and some adults take these ignorant comments seriously. Look, there might be a cautionary lesson in LeBron for kids. This is what happens when you attempt to leave high school a year early to join the NBA. And it's always unwise to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin, you're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. It's hard for me to cringe for Laura Ingram, but I'm cringing for you, Laura. Of all the bits of unsolicited advice uttered on cable television, that one may end up being the most humiliating. Stay in your lane, LeBron James. Just be quiet and play basketball. Well, how's this for shut up and dribble? The I Promise School is officially open in Akron thanks to LeBron James, the LeBron James Family Foundation. 240 third and fourth graders with plans to expand over the next four years. These are at-risk kids with free tuition, free uniforms, breakfast, lunch, snacks, plus career and emotional support for their parents. So no, LeBron James isn't sticking to dribbling, thank God. He's also not shutting up. Here's what he's saying about Donald Trump, her coach. We are in a position right now in America, more importantly, where this whole, this race thing is, is, is taking over, you know, and, and um, because, one, because I believe our president is kind of trying to divide us. Um, but I think... Kind of? Yeah, he is. He is. Now I don't want to say kind of. He's, he's dividing us. And, and what I noticed over the last few months, um, that he's kind of used sport to kind of divide us. And, I, and that's something that I can't relate to. What would you say to the president if he's sitting right here? Uh, I would never sit across from him. You would never? You want to talk to him? No. Mike Lupica is an author, columnist, and MSNBC contributor. He joins us now. Uh, what do you make, not just of LeBron James um, doing good, putting his money where um, really his mouth wasn't, but, 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 but doing by deeds what other people um, don't seem to do in the time of Trump? And what do, you, what do you make of just how triggered some on the right were by his having any opinions about politics or race at all? You know, if, if you look at this young man's life, Nicole, I mean, he, he, his life speaks to the possibilities of this country, and he has put his money where his mouth is. And I mean, if, if you look at what he has done, just in terms of education and just in terms of his own uh, hometown of Akron, this I Promise School is one of the greatest things that I've ever seen a professional athlete be involved in in, in this country. And he has already sent uh, thousands of kids to college in this country. And if you look at what he's done before his career is over, 
the contributions he has made to his country. <laughs> I, I loved him talking about being president last night in that interview because if you look at it logically, he would have been way more comp uh, uh, qualified than, than the guy we have running the country right now. He also is filling a, a void created by what's happening in Washington. Not just It's not just Donald Trump sort of debasing the office of a presidency that guts anyone that's ever worked there in the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, but he's got in, in the Congress the, these enablers of, of, of those worst tendencies. I, I wonder if you think this is a moment. I mean, I just think off the top of my head of Coach Kerr, Coach Popovich, Steph Curry and LeBron, rivals uh, in basketball, but sort of joining forces publicly and saying that whoever wins, we will not go to the White House. What do you make of this moment in sports in reaction to or in response to Donald Trump and Trumpism? I think it's been eloquent, and I think it's been powerful, and I think it's been important. When, when you have basketball coaches and players doing what elected officials are supposed to be doing and speaking to the best country that we're supposed to aspire to be, that's a very cool thing. That's activism um, put into practice. Nicole, elected politicians are supposed to make lives better. Somebody show me how LeBron James isn't doing this with his, with his foundation and his I Promise School and sending at-risk kids and giving them a better chance at a better life. He's doing what the guys in Washington are supposed to do, except so many of them now spend their days hiding under their desks. It's also, and I'm sure this isn't LeBron James' motivation. We can keep going on and on and on. Everybody knows about the I Promise School where you can get free tuition, free uniforms, free breakfast, lunch, and a snack. You can get a free bicycle and a helmet, access to food penitentiaries for the family, guaranteed tuition for all graduates to the University of Akron. This shit sounds too fucking good. How are we going to pay for it? I don't know, but I wish I could go. <laughs> I promise I get my ass to class. <laughs> I promise, I promise, I nah, promise. Man. This is this is really good. Fuck um, Donald Trump. This is one of the situations where you need to just shut the fuck up. This nigga's making America great again by himself. He don't need you, Trump. Yeah. So you gonna call LeBron James dumb? Call Don Lemon dumb? I mean dumb. Don you know, Lemon Lemon. New Year's Eve. All right, dumb is kinda dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he be done. He be doing too much. Right. And undid it. Nah, man. I think the school is an amazing thing. Yes. A great accomplishment for LeBron. Is um, I'm not a real big LeBron James fan. LeBron James. You have to respect the man for doing something like respect, this. Man. Um King James. We need more athletes to do stuff like this too. For you real. Know what I'm saying. And Michael Jordan. He, he came out. He was uh He did something. He said he support LeBron James. Right. He started. He spent some money on something. I forgot. But people are always comparing Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Like, hey, yeah, Michael, you ain't never get back to the community. That's because he said Republicans buy sneakers too. You got a point. You trying I mean, to get that yeah. bread? <laughs> Michael's always been Mike, about that bread. Mike was like, I'm trying to get this bread. Nigga, I sell y'all these ugly ass shoes for two hundred dollars right. plus. I I think LeBron, you have to commend LeBron for that. You know, so I still ain't gonna root for him in basketball. But for real, not even for LA. Nah, dude, I'm a Warriors fan. Fuck that. Oh, damn. Um, been Scott a warrior Curry, fan. Huh? Light skin stands together. Anyway, uh, but nah, man, like this is this is a really cool thing. I, you know, like I know Derrick Rose. A lot of people ain't talking about that, but he Derrick Rose actually started like a a, a college fund for for kids. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Athletes are doing stuff. People like, keep doing this. Like the government is failing people left and right. We need somebody to look up to. I need a hero. <laughs> <I> probably, <laughs> you know that song, All right. So 
it is coming to the end of the show. Oh, well, we ain't got but a little bit of time left. What time is it? It's time? time for the motherfucking quick hits. All right, you ready? Quick hits. Alaska used 11 million in taxes from marijuana sales for prison reform. Retired rapper Lupe Fiasco announced his next album, Wave. They said Lupe Fiasco makes music for kids who said present in school. <laughs> Chicago Chicago police allegedly seen setting up and arresting kids with truck full of Nikes. <laughs> I, I gotta warm this one up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Def Jam teases a new Def Jam vendetta and they ask which city would you like to see it in Def Jam fight for Atlanta fight for LA fight for the shy or fight for Miami fight for the shy it's gonna be Def Jam fight for Atlanta <laughs> a spirit airline flight had to make an emergency landing oh, after man. a nasty dirty sock odor filled the cabin and made several people sick they threw up Nef- Netflix ah, oh, it's a lot of ends Netflix. <laughs> yeah, there <Netflix>. are. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the dirty foot smell? <laughs> Netflix next movie, Nappy Ever After, is already slaying on social media. A story about a natural haired woman in a whitewashed society. I ain't got no more quick hits. Bigfoot porn is a thing now, thanks to two Virginia House candidates. Leslie Cockburn shared a drawing. <laughs> yes, her Cockburn. name is Cockburn. She shared a drawing of a Republican rival. Um, Denver Riggleman Instagram. Riggle. Look, I'm trying. Riggleman, stop laughing. Okay, Bigfoot porn is now a thing thanks to two Virginia House candidates. Leslie Cockburn shared a drawing of a Republican rival, Denver Riggleman Instagram page showing a Bigfoot-like creature with the huge genitals. And finally, Man 2019 edited out Colin Kaepernick line in YG's Big Bang song, sparking a boycott of boycott of Madding. Did you get Madden? I did not. I didn't either. And that is quick hits. <laughs> Why is it so tough for me? I be trying to squeeze too much in there. And that's what she said. <laughs> well, folks, if you're listening to this, that means you're at the end of our I show. I was drugged. The f- <laughs> when it was drugged out. Wait, all of these great sound bites that we have, we never use them. I'd be trying to use them, but I'd be like, eh. like the opioid crisis. That was perfect for you to put. Yeah, like, I, I was, was drugged, drugged the fuck out. I thought and about I it, like, but it was too late. <laughs> I need to have a board where you can hit it as well. That way, it'll just be easier. It's like I was, dr- but uh, we ain't got nothing else. Um, thank you for supporting our show and continuing to listen. But you can support us even more if you share, subscribe. All those wonderful things. Yes. And also, if you want to get at us directly, you can send us an email at G-U-B-M-I-N-T-S-P-E-A-K. That's governmentspeak at gmail.com. And also, you can get at us on Twitter. We have a Twitter account now Twitter. that is government name podcast mm-hmm. or G government name pod. Get at us, send us stories, send us comments, send us likes, love, and, and energy because this is the end. Wait. We're on Instagram, too. Oh, I'm Hit us sorry. up on Instagram. Hit us up on Instagram. At Governor Name Podcast. I will post a video of the hot water challenge. And then we actually have a Facebook that we don't ever pro- we don't uh, ever post. I don't know why we got a Facebook. <laughs> we did it for live shows. Yeah, so we, 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 we had done. Instagram got all that shit now. So. I don't know. But, you know, whenever we do conversation con artist stuff yeah, or we do we crossovers, we, have, we do Facebook lives. So we'll, we'll use it. Get at us. We got all kinds of stuff. Check us out on Instagram, Shogun, you know, all that good stuff. We got to do. We need to do IG 
Yeah, TV. I mean, it's coming. We got we got some stuff in the works. Yeah, I'm gonna write some things. We gonna write some. Skits it's coming. Too, I promise you. I'm collecting videos. It's probably gonna be a little dated when we do the first one, but eh, yeah, we'll see. But what else you got? I'm telling y'all to get off the plantation because we is free. Byk Radio.